Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Sexy Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Adam. How are you? I'm good, Chris. So go on, go, introduce Emma first, and we'll go into uh, And we've got Emma. Hi. Sava. I think, I, I think Emma, we, we very need, need to nip this in the bud early, and he needs to explain why it's a sexy man on the post. It's the, mm. week, it's the week after Valentine's. Yeah, that's why, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you've been chatting away now and you're all full of hormones. <laughs> exactly. I'm full of estrogen. It's got those men hormones. Exactly. Uh, right, okay. So, um, we're going to be talking this week about the Champions League that happened. There were a couple of Premier League games as well. Um, bits and bobs of news. Uh, there is also a bit of Jim Ratcliffe chat, a bit of prison chat, uh, and the Premier League. So, we are going to start on Tuesday night in the Champions League. Inter Milan won uh, Atleti nil. Marko um, Nortovic, um, he had to score eventually because he kept missing all those open goals. Uh, Jan Sommer in the Inter goal had zero shots to, sa- uh, to save. Um, Inter had 19 shots, five on target. Uh, Atleti had seven shots and uh, zero on target. It, I mean, one nil away, zero shots on target. Is this what Atleti do, Emma, or is... Um, is their course concern and will Inter be a bit upset they didn't take more of their chances um well I didn't watch it so I don't know I only, I only came to you because they're a Spanish team and you're Spanish so you know. uh, but I don't care about them they're not my team they're an A team so are the A team but I don't care about them either don't you I mean but that's because you're not also from not from the Los Angeles undergrowth <laughs> All right, so who, who would have been your favourite in I the 18? I don't require soldiers of fortune. <laughs> who would have been your favourite? Um, Faith. Really? It's the only one I can remember. Okay. Adam, who's your favourite? I can only remember one as well, but I obviously can remember Mr. T. Okay. And the fact that my claim is that she can't remember Mr. T is that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. T. Um, who well, are the other ones, Chris? There Educate was... Us. There was um, <laughs> there was Hannibal, Colonel Hannibal Smith, who loved it when a plan came together, who was George Peppard from Breakfast at Tiffany's. And then there was um, Murdoch, who was my favourite. Uh, and then there was a sort of part-time member, Amy Allen, who was Murdoch's girlfriend, I think, or Fatey's girlfriend. I love that you remember so much about the A-team. It was, it was it came out when I was about five or six it was like every kid wanted to be in the 18 I don't know about the giant he wasn't scar paying that much attention. he wasn't paying that much attention to the lady because he doesn't know quite exactly whose girlfriend <laughs> she was <laughs> well I, I felt it was Murdoch but at the same time Face was the one that seemed to get all the ladies so it makes sense that he was yeah but that's why he was getting all the ladies because Murdoch was happily uh, betrothed to his um, Amy woman. <laughs> That's how 
all women like to put their hair <laughs> Right, Emma woman. Well, obviously, you have to. You have to. The, the Amy bits are not always applicable, so you have to change that bit's interchangeable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like for you, you you're you're the, you're the Emma woman, obviously. Obviously, yeah. If you want to feel even older, I can't remember who it was. It might have been on here. Uh, I had to explain who Yasmin Bleeth was to someone the other day. They got no yeah, clue. Yeah, it was to me and Jesse. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Who is Yasmin Bleeth? Oh, get right. She was on memory. Baywatch in the 90s. Ah. Uh, sure. Do you remember Baywatch? I don't watch Baywatch, but I was... I was too young to really... Uh, be appreciating what Baywatch actually was. Appreciating. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hard-hitting drama about the uh, trials and tribulations of stopping people drowning. Of coastal living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, anything, which anything really should have hit home with me. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of, it was essentially a, a documentary on where I live. Well, yeah, people have often called um, sort of uh, sort of Venice the Beach Bear Maria, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the Gosport of California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is very much the, Br- the British Baywatch. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, Inter Emma, they only beat Atleti one nil. Marko Nortovic did what Marko sure. Nortovic did and missed a whole load of chances. Is he going to regret those uh, at the end of the second leg? Do you think? Probably, because Atleti will do, do what Atleti do, you know, Atleti things. Yeah. But is that scoring two goals? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> Depends what mood they're in. I mean, they have to be in the mood. <laughs> that's, a really great, that's a really great sort of idea. So, like like just an explanation after the game like uh, Diego what you didn't even have a shot on something and in the mood didn't, didn't fancy it <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely plan, sounds like one of his press conferences wasn't the plan actually shots are overrated yeah okay are you Mikel Arteta <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay what about PSV1 Borussia Dortmund 1 a uh, Luke Young panel and he said Nigel Dion that's uh, not right um, Donna Marlon gave Borussia Dortmund the lead and then a uh, Luke de Jong penalty um, Donna Mar- Frankie he didn't go for Frankie no, also didn't. named de Jong yeah uh, Donna Marlon didn't celebrate as he used to play for PSV to about 2021 uh, Matt Sommel's fouled Malik Tillman who missed an awful lot of chances for the um, uh, for the PSV penalty uh, in the second leg Dortmund had beaten at home in the Champions League since um, 2021 so you would suggest Adam that um uh, that momentum is with your former team. They've got to be feeling confident, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I'd have thought so. Um, PSV missed an awful lot of chances in this game. Uh, yeah, Malik Tillman was probably the biggest um, uh, culprit in regards to that. So I, I kind of get the feeling they might have missed their chance. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It doesn't feel like a classic Dortmund team, though. No, it's not. I don't think if anybody got these at the next round, they'd be sort of worried about the fact they got Dortmund, would you? No, you'd love to be in a situation where your next game was against whoever was in this tie, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. If the, um, if the knockout stages were were drawn like like at a World Cup or something, where you knew the path, you'd be you'd love to be on this side of the draw. Yes, I think you were right. Um, Emma, did you see any of this? 
No. No? Stupid question. <laughs> I watched three games this week and they were all bad. Oh no, you're watching another game, weren't you, on Tuesday? That's right. Yeah. Um, so Champions League on Wednesday, Porto won Arsenal nil. A really, really nice Galena goal um, in the uh, 94th minute. Arsenal 65% possession but zero shots on target. Um, yeah. That wasn't very good, was it? Didn't, didn't fancy it. Then fancy it. Leandro Trossard <laughs> Tross volleyed one over the bar. Uh, Bukaya Saka stuck in a cross and that came off the bar. Um, Adam, have you listened to Football Weekly this week? No. So uh, Max Rushton was saying he was doing his Australian TV uh, stuff for the Champions League this week. And Mark Bosnich was blaming uh, David Raya a little bit for the Porto goal. Have you seen the Porto goal? I've seen the whole game, Chris. I watched it. Did you? Same. Uh, I watched it with, not with Emma, obviously, but we watched it together. Oh. oh. I know. Um, yeah, so Mark Bosnick said that David Ray was too far off his line, allowing him to get so beaten I, by the height of the ball. I actually looked at that a good couple of times and because and, I was like, immediately suspicious, sort of like a shot from, <clears> what is it, 25-odd yards, <clears> like, uh, and I would immediately thought, hmm, goalkeeper, let's have a look at this. Watch it over and over again. And then just thought, nah, just just a great strike. Okay. Well, we don't know as much as Mark Bosnich then. Because uh, he, um, yeah, he wasn't that, very happy. That means, that means brain's been fried by substances. I think my, <laughs> I think if I'd slept with Sophie Anderton, my brain would have been fried as well. So, you know, let's not, let's not criticise the man. I wasn't referring to who, that woman as a substance, Chris. <laughs> that woman you don't you don't like her do you i don't know who she is oh my god that sophie woman that's yeah. sophie woman that sophie woman <laughs> sorry to, to address her by a proper title. <laughs> yeah thank uh, you emma what did you make of this game um i fell asleep in the first half mm-hmm. that's not very good it's not, not a great, great sign is it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um Arsenal were rubbish. Were they? I don't think that's true. Well, even with their zero well, shots on target. They were rubbish. <laughs> wow, I think... Well, I, think I like ele- to see shots and shots on target. I, mean, I think ele- elements of them were rubbish. But I think mm-hmm. that actually sort of like 80% of the pitch, they were really good. <laughs> were they about a minute away from having... Them... Were they about a minute away from having a really good away performance? Mm, no... Because I still think that if that you game need to had have finished, shots on target. <laughs> I still think if that game had finished nil nil, you'd have been like, they've performed. They've the actual the quality of their football was really good right up until the final third, okay. and you'd say that was still disappointing because they relatively controlled the game. Like you said, yeah, possession. The football was actually quite tidy. There wasn't like they were scrappy. They were just rubbish in the final third. Emma, can Arsenal score two unanswered goals against Porte in North London? Yes. Of course they can. That's what I thought as well. What I thought I'd ask anyway. <laughs> yeah, I still I would still I think I would still have them as favourites to go through. Yeah. But they, they've made it a challenge for themselves, definitely. Yes, fair enough. Um, Emma, Na- Napoli won, Barcelona won. You weren't watching this? No. Why? Um, Because they aggravate me. 
When was the last time you watched a series of Barcelona games? They got three Barcelona games in a row. Ooh, not this season. No. Or last season. <laughs> <laughs> they aggravate me. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not the season before that. So I reckon it's going to have been a. I reckon it's probably pre-COVID. It might maybe. <laughs> I got to the point though. I got to the point though this week where football had broken me. I was going to the say, point where I just didn't want it to exist anymore. I was going to say yeah, you, 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 we have to call a timeout. You started yeah, we, on you started on this podcast as a Barcelona socio who went to all the games and had just come I, back from Liverpool, <laughs> and now you can't yeah. even watch them two games in a row. You you've been to away matches in Europe, and now you sort of can't bear to watch yeah. them on TV. <laughs> this is what they've done to you. They make me sad and angry. <laughs> they broke <Okay>. me. <laughs> And um, it just broke me. <laughs> so Barcelona we had to call a timeout on football yesterday. Remember, she was trying. She was having to go through that for, with a lot of hormones going on. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. All that estrogen. Um, so no, just coursing through my veins. <laughs> so and they put and they put and they put it in the water. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't have any water anymore in Barcelona. We have to ship it in from other places. D, where? Mm, places where? who have plentiful water. Oh, really? Well, you say that, but but knowing how sort of like um, knowing how these things work, probably like East Africa, <laughs> probably shipping it in for pennies on the dollar. Oh, okay. So the people who were already sort of dying of hunger are now dying of thirst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but we yeah. can we can pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Those plebs can't. Those plebs can't pay for their water. We'll have it instead. <laughs> we got how, how? How else do you expect the Californians to keep those almonds moist? <laughs> um, yeah. So you open the, um, the scoring after a series of Alex Merritt saves. He made some pretty good saves from a <laughs> series of, of, of unfortunate events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Gundogan turning the TV on, selecting the channel the football was on, yeah. watching the football. <laughs> Gundogan, Yamal, and Lewandowski all. Gundogan, Yamal, and Lewandowski all had missed chances for Lewandowski scored, and then Victor Osimhen scored with Napoli's only shot on target. Um, this was Francisco uh, Calzona's first game as Napoli manager. Um, he makes me want a pizza. Does he? Does he make you want a pizza? Or does he make you want to have a calzone? <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a worse, bigger disaster than winning um, the Scudetto and then hiring Rudy Garcia and then. Walter Matsari. It's not gone great for them, has it? No. Um, you remember it... Liverpool's title defence? <laughs> yes, it was better than this. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, Barcelona's about, current about, title defence is pretty bad. Uh, I think Leicester regressed back to them. We, talk, we said the worst one. The worst one was Manchester City getting relegated as champions in the 1930s. Oh, we all remember we all, that. We all remember that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Premier League on Tuesday, Manchester City won, Brentford nil, um, Erling Haaland, uh, the uh, the Nordic meat shield scored on 71 minutes, um, he knocked countryman Christopher... I'm sorry, what? Have you not seen this clip? He said what he said. Yeah, I, okay, that's fine. Have you not seen the, the, the Troy... do you know who Troy Hawk is? No. He's a very posh... Tony Hawk is? Uh, he's a very popular. Do, do you know who? I mean, you might have seen him um, on on that there internet. Right? He's the, the guy that 
Greeters Guild guy who turns up at five places in um, uh, a purple smoking jacket. Yes, and greets people as they walk in and out. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yes, and yeah, he okay. greeted Erling Haaland as a Nordic meat shield. <laughs> just... I did not know he had a name. <laughs> well, two years ago, Man City hired him to um, to greet them on the first day of pre-season training. It can, right. it can... And it was a viral sensation. He completely. Jack Greenish, didn't... Yeah. Jack Greenish didn't know what it meant when he talked about how beautifully symmetrical his face was. But have you seen have you seen okay. the footage from when Manchester City won the treble and the, all the players got on the bus and he was on the bus and Jack Grealish saw him again and he was like, oh my god, no, <laughs> leave it out, leave it out, don't don't start, don't you start. <laughs> what I will say to all this viral stuff is that I've had all my vaccines. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, so he scored as. Um, Fellow Norwegian Christophe Ayer slipped over for Brentford. Uh, he went through and scored. The win takes City above Arsenal. Um, Manchester City have to play both Arsenal and Liverpool, whereas Arsenal and Liverpool just have to play City. They've already played each other twice. Uh, does that have any bearing on the title or are Manchester City into their post-Christmas sure win does. everything? Titles in their hands. Uh, only if they win those games. That, that's... That's literally what it being in your hands means. <laughs> What's well, in everybody else's hand? What's well, in Liverpool's hands as well, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just wondering. It could be in more than one. It could be in more than one person's hands at, at, at this time. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not like the Ashes, a tiny little trophy like that. It's a big one that they all can hold. I mean, I mean that that's it's a... in anyone's hands. Yeah, I mean, I only have that's. That's really limited to being in two people's hands. Yes. It's very, very <laughs> unlikely India will win the Ashes. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, yeah, uh, do we think that City now are on their post-Christmas run where they steamroller and win all their games? Can you see uh, no. Arsenal or Liverpool well, winning? See, Emma wanted to say no, and then Chris said, do you see Arsenal or Liverpool? <laughs> and she realised how ludicrous a statement that was. And now, she's, did. Now, she, now she's back up. Yeah, maybe Man City will just win everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking to myself, I don't think Manchester City are playing pretty good, really, at all. But they are winning while not playing pretty good. Yeah. Because um, I guess that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just stupid to think that Arsenal might win the league. <laughs> so what about they do? What about Brentford, Adam? Because um, they played quite well. Very they... unlikely. To, they are as likely <laughs> to win the league as, as India are to win the Ashes. Uh, they played well, but they got just six points from the last 33 available, and they are only five points above the relegation zone. I mean, yeah. yeah, but can they sleep? Can they sleepwalk to relegation by thinking, oh yeah, we'll be fine. Burnley, Sheffield United, and Luton are worse than us. Is that how you get no, sucked I, into these things? I, I think they're better than that. I think they've both, like, in the last two games, they played Manchester City and Liverpool. Yes. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of... Yeah, no, I, I understand that, but I just wonder if there's a case of the other teams slowly creeping up while Brentford think, oh, well, we've, we've had to play the big teams, we're not going to go down, and then all of a sudden they're in and amongst it. No, because I think they're better than that. Okay. Um, Wednesday, Liverpool 4, Luton 1. This was far more stressful than was Come back necessary. Oh, my God, let's talk. <laughs> Ogboni. 
Why are Liverpool playing on Wednesday? Uh, because they're not playing this weekend, I imagine. Ah. Um, yeah, why why aren't Chelsea? Time? <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for thank you for explaining. That doesn't quite explain why Chelsea weren't playing there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, no, so it doesn't. yeah, Ogbonny gave Luton the lead after twelve minutes. Then Virgil Van Dijk, Cody Gakpo, uh, Luis Diaz, Harvey Elliott scored. Um, Liverpool four points clear, but have played more one more game than both City and Arsenal. Uh, took Liverpool till fifty six minutes to equalise, and then they took the lead two minutes later. Um, Luis Diaz scored with his ninth shot of the game. That was like Darwin Nunes esque. That was, uh, and yeah, I don't Klopp's, know how they did it. Yeah, good cop celebrated I mean, brave by brave heroes. They're Vietnam out there. I mean, god damn it. He celebrated yeah, Jürgen Klopp did by fist pumping all four corners. What? Explain this. What happened here? So he fist pumped all four corners of the crowd. No, but then there was that because that quote got shared in the group. Oh, I didn't okay. understand. Oh, wait, he said this was their Barcelona. Yeah, uh, I can kind of see that a little bit because with so many. No, no, no. Just because you don't want to be compared to Luton. No, Say no it's not that. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous, but I can see the logic of why he no, said. No, there is no logic. What is Sorry, what is it? But I don't understand what he's trying to claim. What? I literally don't get it. Chris. I'm, try- I'm trying. I'm like I'm fine. I'm trying to, but I keep getting shouted no. <laughs> <laughs> no means no. Can I keep saying? Yeah, go. Okay. I'm just worried that she's going to say no. She's gonna, no. definitely going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adam. So, long pause. <laughs> Go on. No, I Are think... Just gonna do it in like a, if I do it in a really staccato rhythm, she won't <laughs> No. No, I've got to be honest. I said... I said I'm like the predator. I said long pause. <laughs> I said long pause because it reminded me of a friend's joke because Joey was reading a script and he thought long pause was the name of a um, Native American. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think what it was is the fact that they've got all these first teamers out injured and... Uh, he's having to play people like Jaden Dans, Jarrell Quonser, uh, Connor Bradley, and they've gone. No beho- disrespect to them, obviously. No disrespect to them. Well, they are very young and new, and you know they've not been worn down by life. Um, and uh, they went a goal behind, and they dug deep and came back and won. Probably a little bit of over hyperbole to say it was Barcelona, but a little bit. I think I think what he was I, trying I, to do was just say this was a really big moment for you guys to come back and win as young as you are. Without, right. you know... Wait, hang on. Take me through who scored those goals. Virgil van Dijk. He's not young. <laughs> uh, Cody Gakpo, not that young. Uh, Luis Diaz, not that young. I mean, come on. It's not like they were just 15-year-olds, is it? No, but I guess he wasn't speaking to them. He was speaking to the people I mentioned. It's stupid, though, isn't it? it I is. mean, it's barely even a comeback. They were one nil down. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> um, who saw? Um, what's the name of the Edwards? What's his first name? The loot manager. I've, my mind's gone blank. What's his name? Mister. Just want me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not my job. It's not my job to know the name of the loot man man edwards <laughs> man edwards anyway at the end of the game uh jürgen klopp was talking to jaden dans on the pitch and mr edwards came up to jürgen klopp uh and jaden dans and said to jürgen i played with his dad <laughs> which they all thought was very funny it's quite a sweet moment 
Um, so that was that in the draw for the uh, Europa League and the Europa Conference League that has been made. So, uh, oh no, I've realised how I've done this. <laughs> right, I've screenshotted the the draw for the next rounds, but I've only just yeah. gone yeah. back to look at it. But I've realised they're club badges rather than club names. Oh boy. Do you want to try and describe the badges to us and see if we can guess? Yeah, but no, because the problem is this is the Europa Conference League. Okay. Oh, I don't know any of those teams. Let me just say, okay. Uh, We're not going to know some, some some of those teams are going to be from countries I don't know about. I think Sparta. <laughs> I think see the Sparta or Slavia Prague have got Liverpool. Roma have got Brighton. I can see that. I think Frankfurt have got West Ham. Milan have got a team with a red star on. Uh, Marseille have got Valencia, I think. Uh, Benfica have got Rangers. Sporting have got Atalanta, and God knows who have got Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, in the Conference League, <laughs> I love those guys. The, so good. <laughs> the other team, beginning with S from Prague, have got Victoria Pilsen. FK <laughs> FK somebody have got Club Brugge. Dinamo Zagreb have got a team called Nadka. Whoever the hell they are. Uh, Maccabi Haifa have got Fiorentina. Uh, Ajax have got Aston Villa. USG, Union saint Louis, I think, for Belgium. They've got Fenerbahce. Um, Fenerbahce, Fenerbahce, Donnevu. Uh, Sterngratz have got Lille. And a Greek team, which I think is Panathinaikos, have got Maccabi Tel Aviv. Seamless. Absolutely bloody seamless. Did you say those twice? Who? Tel Aviv. Uh, no, I said two Israeli teams because there are oh, two. Okay. So there's Maccabi Haifa versus Fiorentina, and Maccab yeah, but I think you, I, I'm sure you said the same thing twice. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Although you've seen my script, so there's every chance I could have done. <laughs> you see my script, so there's every chance I could have done. Um, Joe Hart has retired. I have, yeah. Yeah, Joe Hart has retired. Uh, um, going to retire at the end of the season. Thirty-six years old. 690 club appearances, um, 75 England caps. Last one was 2016, Adam. What do you reckon is... Um, what are your thoughts on Joe Hart? Uh, the man just crumbled, didn't he? Was it Andre Pirlo that um, ended his career? No, because that was 2012. Uh, yes, but was it the fact that he sort of penanked him and sort of ruined his confidence? Um... No, I think it was just was I can't remember what it was, but he just yeah he fell apart. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it was good while he while he was England's number one. He was very good, wasn't he? He could. I felt reassured with him. Yeah, right? yeah, no, 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 yeah, agreed. And then I completely agree with you. Like he was good, and then just crumbled. Pep, and then Pep just ceremoniously dumped him well yeah he dumped him with Claudio Bravo who was even worse that can't have helped his confidence can he well I think there was some other talk as well around I think Joe Hart was a big um, locker room presence as well yes I think he is he gives those sorts of vibes doesn't he not necessarily in a bad way but just in a um, yeah moving him on but, yes um, yeah, it never quite recovered, did it? I don't, although I didn't realise he played nearly 100 games for Celtic. Oh. Yeah, he's been there. I didn't realise he'd been there, but he'd been there a couple of years. Could, didn't even know he was there. I told you. 
No. Uh, right, Elias Chair. QPR player Elias Chair has got a one-year prison sentence for attacking, attacking a truck driver in Belgium with a rock. Um, he got two years. Rock. <laughs> but uh, imagine if he did it with the rock instead of a rock. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Did he hit him with the rock or did he throw the rock at him? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I do know he's been a pretty good scorer for QPR this season, so that's not going to help their uh, survival that's hopes. That's not great, is it? That's not great. Nice no. for prison FC, though. Yeah. I've got, got another question for you. Mm. Um, what do we all think that um, Mr. Hart, the, the goalkeeper we just talked about, what do we think his, his um, first name is? Oh, I saw this earlier on today and I can't remember. Come on. You mean it's not Joe? I don't know. Well, it, maybe Joe is short for something. Joseph. Joseph. Josiah. Yeah, but, but also that was a red herring. It's not Joe or Joseph. What is uh, it? Well, Charles. then that's a question I can't be expected to answer. Charles. 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 Well, here's the thing. It was only after Charlie. it was only after my nana died that I realised that people called her by her middle name. So everyone used to call her Muriel, which I always thought was her first name. It was only when I saw her headstone, I saw Muriel was her middle name and her first name was Ethel. And then you were like, my whole life has been a lie. Exactly. Yeah. Who is this Ethel woman? Exactly. Who is she? Um, Charles isn't even like an embarrassing first name. I don't know. Uh, joining Elias Chair in prison is um, Lee Tai, who's got life imprisonment for, quote, accepting and offering bribes while he was the manager of the Chinese national team. Um, life Feels like a lot, doesn't it? Life sentence in a Chinese prison isn't something I'd be looking forward to. Yeah. Which would kind of make me question, why would I be stupid enough to do that in the first place? <laughs> also, who's trying to bribe the Chinese national team manager? The mum of and a player. For what reason? So, the mum of a player who's not quite good enough. So, someone who um, had correctly identified someone who might be willing to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and speaking of prison, top, top work by this. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Alves has been sentenced to four and a half years for uh, a rape in a Barcelona nightclub in December 2022. Prosecutors wanted nine years. Um, the victim's legal team wanted 12 years. The minimum he could have actually got uh, was um, four. four years. Uh, and he's already served a quarter of that sentence on remand. So he won't be in prison for very long. Emma, you had thoughts on this sentence, didn't you? Yeah, I'm really angry. Yes, go on, explain. Uh, uh, the explaining me. does itself. I know it does itself, but yeah, this, but this, it this is a this is a podcast that people listen to Emma's thoughts rather than read them. So go on. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, hold on, I, Emma. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. I just so asked you, her. I just you, asked her a question. Yeah, but mine's an actual better question than I thought. But mine's like an a, actual question. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Um, you know the um that rule about not having to serve um, prison sentences in Spain less than two years. Yeah. Does that mean that you just knock two years up? So, like, will he have to serve four years or will he only have to serve two years? Uh, he won't serve four years now. He'll probably just have to serve two. And obviously, like we said, he's already done one of those two years. Correct. Uh, um, so, yes. That's my question. There you go. Bureaucracy. 
Glad to get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah, but to be fair, in in some counties of the United Kingdom, bureaucracy does, does keep people in jobs. <laughs> That's Chris's job. Yeah. yeah. That's his whole job right there. Bureaucracy is underrated at times. <laughs> angry though like he got the absolute bare minimum yeah and it's not enough he changed his story three times his family doxed her put our information out there on the internet uh for people to harass and abuse her and threaten to kill her and her family uh it's 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 not long enough the man there's evidence the man raped her and he's and they he got a fine of 150,000 euros which i think he can afford i'm just trying to find a uh a newspaper headline in this evening's guardian so just bear with me it is about this case i'm not just uh-huh. on the lookout uh okay so where are we okay um this is jonathan wilson article danny alves seemed like one of the good guys he wasn't it's a very strange article. It kind of... It says how bad the crime Danny Alves has done, but also talks about what a good player he is. Yeah, see, that's it, isn't it? You're going to try and mitigate the terrible thing that he done with the fact he won the Champions League, he's won the World Cup, yeah. what a guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, he, hasn't, he hasn't won the World Cup. Oh, okay. Didn't he? he did, Surely though. he wasn't playing in 2002. 2016? There wasn't a World Cup in 2016. The one before that then? That was Germany. Oh, well, then I don't... Okay, yeah, he didn't yeah, win he, the World Cup. He was certainly there, but he had quite an embarrassing <laughs> night on the semi-final. Yeah, okay. Not he just didn't him. win the world. It was a collective oh. embarrassing night. I mean, he's got a litany of. He's won everything else. Yeah, he's got a. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I mean, if he was Danny Alves, bricklayer, would he have got a four and a half year sentence? No, if he was Danny Alves, bricklayer, he would be in jail for the maximum term. Yes, I think that's probably which fair enough. It's like fifteen years. Yeah, which still isn't long enough. No. Um. Jim Ratcliffe has been talking this week as well, new minority owner of Manchester United. He says we're going to walk the right way. Uh, oh, sorry, walk to the right solution, not run to the wrong one. Um, what does that even mean? Uh, I, ooh, I don't know. Well, I don't know because he wasn't exactly effusive of Eric Ten Hag. I think that kind of means give me time and I will sack this manager and get another one in and get a good one. <laughs> he was talking about wanting. <laughs> he was wanting to talk about wanting to knock uh, City and Liverpool off of their perch. Uh, he was talking about wanting a new stadium for the Northwest, which has prompted the ire of Manchester City and Newcastle fans, um, because uh, obviously Newcastle's in the northeast. Well, what the fuck did Newcastle have to do with it? Because <laughs> famously northwestern club. Manchester City, of course, had their uh, stadium built by uh, taxpayers, and uh, yeah. Newcastle United are owned by questionable people and some of their fans are questioning uh jim ratcliffe as if they know what makes a good owner uh jim ratcliffe who hasn't paid tax in this country for some time and uh, talked about mason greenwood saying quote we need to look at the facts judge fairly and take into consideration what the values of the club are so uh he's coming back he's coming back yeah 
Hold on, because we've we've moved two things together there. What I'm I'm still on the stadium issue. Okay. Explain. I'm I I have not read any, I don't know anything about this. Why are Newcastle fans annoyed about the stadium? Uh, I think Newcastle fans are annoyed about his comments in general. So taking that into account and taking the Mason Greenwood thing into account, the fact he doesn't pay his tax. Um, I think some of that. I think is why Mar- are Newcastle fans annoyed about Mason Greenwood? Well, because they um, they don't want someone of that ilk coming back to their to the Premier League. Obviously, it's fine if you've got an owner who chops up journalists with a bone saw. That's fine, but you can't have Mason <laughs> Greenwood. Gambler. <laughs> yeah, and you, but you can't have Mason Greenwood back. Okay. So yes, that's not where the line is. Yeah, I think that was Twitter account Mouth of the Time was talking about that. They were getting their knickers in a twist. Um, so yes, right. Emma, it's time for pronunciation corner. <laughs> so, a big mouthful of my drink. Oh, oh, oh. There have been Champions League games this week, not just in Europe, but elsewhere. Uh, in Oceania is the preliminary round of the Champions League there, as uh, uh, Vialo Tongano, um, they score American Samoa. They lost 14 0 to Samoan side uh, Viaves Thai FC. Um, to Papu Marari Runga uh, of the Cook Islands, they beat Viatogo Tonga of um, Tonga. They beat them three. Did you just say that they lost fourteen? They did. Um, and they lost to another team. Uh, what? No, sorry. So Viala Tongo, they lost fourteen nil. And then, and then uh, a team called To Papu Marari, uh, they beat Viatongo. Uh, 3-2 however right. the team that won 3-2 to Papu uh, Marari they did win 14-0 as well in the in the uh, previous round ah so yes uh, former AFC Wimbledon Dylan Connolly um, he scored two of the goals for to Papu uh, in the sorry eight... hold on are we just brushing past 14-0 <laughs> there were two 14-0s yes I really think com- that team in a serious team. competition yeah, team should be in the Champions League who lose fourteen nil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in the Asian Champions if team, League, if a team on. lost in the Premier League fourteen nil, yeah, we'd be calling for them to to, to just disband the club. <laughs> but this isn't. This is um, the Champions League, not the um, Premier League. It's different. I know, Chris. You're not helping your claim. You're making it worse. No, I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what football exists outside of Europe? Maybe they should just defend the competition. They, it doesn't. It doesn't suggest. This suggests that they couldn't find two teams to play each other. They found <laughs> one team and then a collection of people. <laughs> uh, no, I think that this is this is this is where we're going to fall out about the forty-eight team World Cup <laughs> because I still think that it's entirely feasible that you have a Champions League where a team will lose fourteen nil. Oh, for the record, I'm going to say that's too many teams for the World Cup. But also, can we just... He, he, he thinks it's fully acceptable for a team to lose 14-0. Yeah. Because you're talking a, about... the Champions League. You're talking about completely different levels of investment and infrastructure in from one set to another. And you already talk about areas that are quite developing as well. They don't have the budgets of, say, Slava Prague or Red Star Belgrade. So, you know, where Red Star Belgrade aren't going to get beat 14-0, some of these teams will. But they're not playing. They're not playing Red Star Belgrade. I know. <laughs> Imagine if Red Star Belgrade turned up and they're rubbish, Chris. Yeah. 
It'd be like 32 nil. Anyway. When you're playing when you're playing a sport when the, in that point the limiting factor on goals would be the clock, not the opposition. <laughs> what if they just didn't fancy it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, also uh, this week was the Asian Champions League um, in the West region, Align of... Still um, hope someone lost 14 now. <laughs> Align of UAE, uh, they beat uh, Nazaf of Uzbekistan 2-1, uh, and they go through that score on aggregate as well. Al Nasser of Saudi Arabia beat Al uh, Fayyar um, 2-0, and also 3-0 aggregate, goals for Otavio and Ronaldo. Al-Khalal beat uh, Serafame of Iran 3-1, goals from Ruben Neves and Alexander Mitrovic, they go through 6-2 in aggregate. Uh, Al Etihad um, beats uh, Navi Bahor of Uzbekistan 2-1 and they go through that score in, in the East. Pohang Steelers of South Korea drew 1-1 with uh, Jembuk Hyundai Motors. They go through 3-1 uh, in aggregate. Um, Japanese team uh, Ventifort Kofu, um, I'm sure how that's how you say it. Uh, they lost 2-1 to Ulsan uh, Hyundai of South Korea and Ulsan go through 5-1 in aggregate. Kawasaki frontal. Um, well, you always sort of think maybe you can make a full frontal joke there. Uh, they lost four Don't. two. <laughs> they lost four two at home to uh, Shandong Taishin of China. Um, Shandong Taishin scored in the ninety seventh minute through Judson, and they go through six five on aggregate. Uh, Yokohama Mariners they beat Bangkok United one nil thanks to a hundred and twenty second minute uh, Anderson Lopez penalty. Uh, that gave them a 3-2 aggregate win. Uh, Copa Libertadores. Right, Emma, you ready for, for some pronunciations? I'm just going to laugh, but yes. Go uh, okay, right. You say my Gs are wrong, don't you? Uh, yeah, because they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Aguilas uh, Doradas of Colombia. These are all first legs, by the way. Uh, they drew near... Sorry? Sometimes it is a G. Okay. Aguilas. A G U. No, we. A G. A Doradas of Colombia. They drew 0 0 with Red Bull uh, Bragantino. These are all first legs in the second qualifying round. Uh, Nacional of Paraguay beat uh, Atletico Nacional of Colombia 1 0. Always ready. They won 6 1, so they were. Uh, they beat Sport... for being ready. Yeah, they beat Sporting Cristal 6 1. Uh, Goidi Cruz, uh, they lost to 1 0 to Colo Colo. Not ya 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 ya. Uh, Sportivo Trinidense uh, won of Paraguay won uh, El Nacional of Ecuador uh, won oh, Emma I forgot the bloody song again and dear listeners please imagine <laughs> Ecuador by Sash is playing right now exactly uh, Academia Puerto uh, oh C-A-B-E-L-L-O is that Cabello mm, yeah because you would pronounce it with a sh in South America. Okay. Academia Puerto Cabello of Venezuela. Neil Nacional of Uruguay, two. Uh, Jesse's friends. Uh, Portuguese of Venezuela, one. Palestino, two. Uh, Aurora of Bolivia, one. Botafogo, one. Uh, and in the CONCACAF Champions Cup first legs, um, Saprissa of Costa Rica, two. Philadelphia Union, three. That was uh, a Julian Carranzo hat trick. Independiente of Panama, nil. New England Revolution, one. St. Louis City, two. Houston Dynamo, one. A um, Hossi uh, Kajimi, 91st minute winner there. Uh, Cavalry of Canada, nil. Orlando City, three. And Cavalier of Jamaica, uh, nil. FC Cincinnati, two. And finally, uh, Mola of Dominican Republic, nil. And Nashville, two. Bits and bobs of leagues this weekend. So, in 
Espanyol, Real Madrid, 62 points. Uh, my Girona, 56, though they lost their last two. They lost 3-2 to Athletic on Monday, didn't they, Emma? Uh, yes, they did. They did. Uh, Barcelona, 54, Athletic on 51. So this weekend, it's Real Madrid versus Sevilla, Girona versus Raya, Barca versus Getafe, Almeria versus Athletic. What do you make of those fixtures, Emma? Oh, got to play the rapist. Oh, yeah, you uh, have. I hope. I hope some of our players call him a rapist too. That'd be nice. Yes, Antonio Rudiger also clattered him as well into next week. I mean, he deserves it, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but there might be some postponements in Spain this weekend for in Valencia. I don't think yes. Valencia will play this weekend. No, this was the fire in the tower block, wasn't it? Yes, and they want uh, Valencia and Levante want their games postponed. Okay, well, that's and fair. you know, I I don't disagree with that. No, that's fair enough. Is there talk of cancelling all the games as well, or just those two? No, just those two. Okay. Uh, in Italy, Inter top on sixty three points. Since Juventus on fifty four, who haven't won for five games. Then Milan are on fifty two. Atalanta forty five. So AC Milan versus Atalanta, Lecce versus Inter, Juve versus Frosinone, Bayern, Adam, uh, or Bayer, sorry, uh, they're on fifty eight points. Um, Bayern on fifty. Stuck up 46, Dortmund 41. So Bayern have lost their last two and Thomas Tuchel will be going at the end of the season. So Bayern plays RB Leipzig. Bayern Leverkusen play Mainz. Dortmund play Hoffenheim. Stuttgart they play Köln. Um Yeah, he's off at the end of the season, Adam. What do you make of that? I, I think it's cute that he thinks he's going to make the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cute that he said that he was the only problem there. He said he was. <laughs> Not so... Not saying that there are, I'm not a problem, I'm just not the only yeah. problem. Exactly, yeah. Like, identifying the fact that he is indeed a problem. I like Thomas but he's Tuchel. he's the only one. I quite like him. I want a better reference than this, but I don't think I have one. He's like a Woody Allen character. I've never seen a Woody Allen film, so I couldn't tell you. He's neurotic. He is, yeah. Like, this is, he does have a weird energy, doesn't he? This is the tweet I saw, and I think I put in the group. Someone said that um, uh, that Thomas Tuchel is a very, very good coach, but lacks any social skills. Yeah, I, I think, think that's Ryan probably fair. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't think that's unfair. I quite like him as a manager and as a person. I quite like his sort of shtick. Um, having said that, I hope he doesn't end up at Liverpool. I hope he does. <laughs> Maybe he could come to you guys. You might fancy a bit of sun. I mean... And lack okay. of drinking water. We could do worse. Yeah. Probably. That's true. Well, we are doing worse, so <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, and finally in France, uh, PSG 53 points. Uh, Brest on 40, Nice 39, Lille 38. So it's PSG versus Reims. Uh, nice versus Clermont. Toulouse versus Lille. Strasbourg versus Brest. Kylian Mbappe has said he's going to join... Real Madrid this week, Emma, what have the newspapers in Spain been saying about that? Yeah, you know what they've been saying. Good God. Um, he's taking a pay cut too, which is weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 128 <laughs> million pounds. out of there. 128 million pounds signing on fee. Yeah. Good agent money, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's like the second coming. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how they would line up. So people have been saying that you would have uh, Jude Bellingham pushing back a little deeper, and then would you have Mbappe on the left wing, push Vinicius more into the middle? I think they were saying that it would be 
Mbappe and then Vinicius on the other side and then somebody else in the middle. I can't remember who they wanted in the middle. Rodrigo, could he do that? Or is he more Maybe. of a winger? I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, good for them, I suppose. <laughs> Hope it works. <laughs> um, Adam, what do you reckon this means for the PSG project? Because they they got their money. They went for all the bit by bit for the Galacticos. So they eventually got sort of Neymar, Messi and Mbappe. End of ne- or start of next season, they're all going to be gone. Um, they've got like Xavi Simons and Warren Zaire Emery coming through. Are they going to be a, a team that develops talent, you think, or are they going to be still wanting to shop amongst the big boys? Isn't the thought that they want to replace Mbappe with Marcus Rashford? Oh, is there? If there is indeed. Oh, okay. He won't be they're cheap. The doesn't, same. doesn't feel like for like, does it? No. <laughs> No. Maybe he could go feed the needy kids of Paris. Yeah, that's a good point. You could go do that. I would. I would suggest that his work isn't done here. <laughs> no, there are still children that need to be fed here, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, okay, so what have we got else this weekend in Armenia? It's the big year of Andarby as Ararat Armenia plays uh, Punic in Sunderland, oh, Scotland. It's East Five versus Four Fart. We might get the scoreline. Um, in the A-League, Emma, it's El Distanzo as Perth take on oh. Wellington Phoenix. MLS is back this weekend. I started the other day, didn't it? So I'm quite excited about that. Uh, in Costa Rica, it is the Eclasio Sempedrano as Real España plays CD Marathon. What does CD stand for? I'm guessing it's not cross-dressing. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> Was that your first instinct? It was. <laughs> Always go with your gut, right? That'd be amazing. I'd love that. Um, speaking of which, in Belgium, it's the topper. Adam, are you a topper? What? <laughs> I mean, Chris, I, I, do you really want to know what CD stands for? It'd be Club de, Deporte, Deportivo. Okay. Well, that's less interesting. Yeah, sporting club, essentially. Ugh. I want to find out if Adam's a topper, though. Me too. It's not for you to know, Oh, okay. But I asked, what about me? Yeah, Emma wants to know. You something to stay private from a man on his podcast. Will I magically find out one day? <laughs> am I likely to wait? Am I likely to wake up and find out one day? If you wake up and find out what day, that feels like a crime. <laughs> anyway, that's Club Brugge versus Anderlecht. Uh, it's a super classic going in Argentina as Boca play River. Um, it's the uh, Vein Derby in or the, uh, the Vienna Derby as Rapid play Austria uh, in um, in Austria. Uh, in... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love that so much. Uh, <laughs> I can. <laughs> It's like in Bill and Ted where they introduced Missy to all the historical characters they bought that. It's uh, Socrates Johnson and uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, in Zambia, it's the Copper Belt Derby. Zesco United plays the Power Dynamos. And... Copper Belt Derby. Nice. Yeah. And finally, in Paraguay, it is the Clásico Mas Anejo. <laughs> Clásico Mas Anejo. Okay, Mas. M-A-S. Okay. And then new word, A-N-E-J-O. Mm-hmm. Mas Anejo? Mm-hmm. That's what you said. Yeah, well, you say that. Uh, and who would that be, Emma? Who would you think would play that? 
Who do you think would play that? I'm not really familiar with my what team, which country, Paraguay. Par- it's no, uh, not really. It's okay, Asuncion. Okay. Right, uh, it's Asuncion City versus Asuncion United. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's Huarani versus Olympia. G U A R A N I. Okay. Was I close? If you want. Was I close? You could have said anything you wanted then. You like, <laughs> yeah, <"True."> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, my. <laughs> right okay so um let's talk about domestic game or domestic mean uh, games this weekend so there is the carabao cup final uh so liverpool versus chelsea liverpool scored 11 in their last three games although that was against burnley brentford and luton um chelsea since back-to-back defeats against liverpool and wolves they've uh, beat aston villa crystal palace uh, 3-1 each and then they got a draw against um manchester city at the weekend uh tiago silva uh, is possibly available for Farner, um, uh, Rhys James, Lavia and Cucurella are all out for Chelsea. Uh, Liverpool are missing uh, Diego Jota, Curtis Jones, Alisson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Susbolsai and Jean Matip. I've written a question here. Does the outcome of this game depend on which Chelsea turn up? Will it be the Chelsea that you see struggle against uh, some teams or the Chelsea that's... well? Perceived wisdom seems to be Chelsea's struggle against the one mid. Well, perceived wisdom seems to be Chelsea's struggle against mid-table teams that are quite happy to defend, whereas when they play teams higher up the table, they uh, are quite happy to let the teams come onto them and hit them on the counter-attack. Although admittedly, that didn't work with the lost four-one to Liverpool. Um, what do we think is going to happen here? They were as bad as I've ever seen a team play against Liverpool. Like they were terrible. Yeah, but that isn't, was isn't the important question. But like, it's the Carabao Cup. Does anyone care? Well, I, can I tell you who does care? You said that like you're not going to be watching. I know you're going to be watching. Is it little Chris? Does little Chris care? <laughs> little Chris is too old to care these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Calvin Harris cares. Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. That's the one. He cares. He thinks Liverpool will win 4-0. He said, quote, it'll be a wonderful day out for all Reds. I knew I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah. Um, why did he say that? Uh, because he was being interviewed by the EFL website and I was trying to do some research as to um, a game preview. And the best I could come up uh, with was Calvin no, Harris. No, no. <laughs> I think this might be another substance of these situations. I really... <laughs> Another Mark Bosnich stuff. Oh right, okay. You th- you think he's um he's not being realistic. Okay. You don't think he's be very realistic. But Liverpool's children are gonna win four 0 Oh that's true, it's the children, isn't it? It's not the grown ups, it's the plucky children that could against Luton. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Those brave heroes. <laughs> Had to go home and do their homework. <laughs> uh yeah, go on then. So uh, Emma, who do you think's gonna win this one? Liverpool. Yeah. Adam? I refuse to say that. Yeah, I said it for you. Well, you could say yeah, the team so. that's not Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. I really so, uh, want no. Chelsea to win. Yeah. Why? Which, which, is an, which is another odd position to be in. Did you not see that picture? I'm not saying I'm happy about that situation either, Chris. Did you not see I'm that picture less, I, I posted I'm in the group? I'm less unhappy with it. Did you not see that picture I posted in the group? 
You, did, I, you saw the one Ryan posted straight afterwards. I did. I did. Yeah. However, Manchester United so, aren't playing in this. <laughs> but they want. They wasn't. Do you want to I, cheer for the people that cheered for Thatcher? Oh, you probably would actually. Like, yeah. No. Actually, think about like, it. You don't think you don't think that was a Manchester United fan who had that tattooed on him, do you? No, I know it was a Liverpool fan. I'm just thinking that actually yeah. you, you probably would be cheering for the team that wanted Thatcher to win. Are you talking to me or am I? You. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be talking to me. <laughs> Emma's Emma's city fought on the side of socialism in the Civil War. Yeah. And as long as they Freedom. had campaigns, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I wasn't gonna support anybody until I saw that Jurgen Klopp quote, and then I was like, "Well, guess I'm Team Chelsea." Team Chelsea. I, do, I don't think they're. I hate. I really don't <laughs> like Chelsea. I don't want to be that. Yeah, person. I. I just want. I'm gonna be cheering for Carnage and for everyone to have a bad time. <laughs> I don't want football to be the winner. Okay, fair enough. Um. Well, we move on to the Premier League then. Three o'clock Saturday. There's nowhere to kick off, so three o'clock Saturday is. Uh, oh, why not? I don't know. Well, what am I supposed to do for the first hours of the day? <laughs> uh, there'll be other football to watch, won't there? Mm, I suppose so. Um, three o'clock, Aston Villa versus Nottingham Forest in the Gary Charles derby. Uh, Ezra Konza is out. Bibcar Cameron's out for the season. Uh, um, Wood and Willy Bolly, uh, they're out for Forest. Hey, uh, Actually, maybe they won't be because the early kickoff in Spain was supposed to be Valencia. <laughs> Oh, okay. Fuck you guys. Um, he may be fit to start. He was a sub the other day, but he said he felt all right. Aston Villa lost back-to-back games at home. Um, Ollie Watkins has got 23 goal involvements, 13 goals, 10 assists. That's uh, second to Mo Salah's 24. Um, Nottingham Forest won three out of eight under Nuno. Uh, Adam, what do you reckon to this fixture? Um, I think that if you if you are losing all those games and you're Aston Villa it's a great time to play Nottingham Forest okay Emma um yeah football will be the winner will it mm. I what? like Unai I think he's doing a great job this is, this is I'm where team Unai this is first on match of the day is it winning is going to be here this is first on match oh, of the day, is it? Probably. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, you right with that? Let's have a look alphabetically. Mm. A, uh, no, it won't be. Why? Arsenal at home when we get to them later on. Uh, and so are Bournemouth. So are AFC Bournemouth. I don't think the AFC counts, though, does it? It does at the start of the season when all the teams are on played zero. Does Bournemouth it? sit at the top of the league, don't they, Adam? Yeah. Get out of town. They do. Uh, some, places, some some places will put them on top. BBC website, I think, does. That, that, they that will put some, theirs on the top. That is some places, Chris. It is. <laughs> uh, well, it's a place, isn't it? Not some. Well, it falls under some places. That's true. Uh, Brighton versus Everton, three o'clock. The Shane Duffy derby. Um, Matoma is a big doubt for Brighton. Jao Pedro is out uh, as well for Brighton. Uh, Brighton have scored uh, and conceded in 14 out of the last 15 home games, so there will be goals hopefully. Everton are winless in eight, uh, and only one goal from open play in that time. They are also underperforming their xG by 5.03. Adam, 
What are you going to do about sure, it? Yeah. What am I going to do about it? Yes, what are you going to do about it? I could do about as much about it as Calvin Lurk could do about it. <laughs> okay. How's this game going to go? Will... It's going to look great. Are you suggesting I'm not going to look great? I mean, he's going to turn up to the ground in a great outfit. <laughs> Adam, you've got to turn up to the he's ground in a great outfit now. You got to. Yeah. Well, Brighton's only down the road from you, isn't it? It's it's not too bad. It's actually harder to get to when you think. But yeah. Well, okay. Um, if the roads are busy, can you take a little rainboat round? I can what take a little rainboat. <laughs> <laughs> and you can turn up at the ground looking fantastic in like a sort of a sou'wester, looking like something from Deadliest Catch. With my life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Dominic's going to be wearing a life jacket. Wow, he would be very irresponsible in the sea with Adam, wouldn't he? <laughs> that man would die at sea. Exactly. He'd be deadly. He'd be deadly in the sea, which he isn't in the box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you confident about this game? Yeah, yeah, I'm confident. Of winning or losing? Are you, conf- are you confident it's going to happen? <laughs> I'm confident of losing, Chris. Are you? Emma, cheer him yeah. up. Yeah, I can't. You can't? Yeah. Okay. Can't um, or won't? Can't, can't, won't. No. Both. <laughs> I mean, I watched, I watched Everton on Monday and they ruined football for me, so I just, I can't. Brighton appear to be pretty inconsistent this season and missing Matoma and Pedro and Evan Ferguson hasn't scored for about 15, 16 games as well, so... It's I not... was going to say they were quite good against Sheffield United, but that's Sheffield United, isn't it? So... And how the man sent off, didn't they? <laughs> so... Yeah, because he but, come but and kicked uh, the Hasn't Evan guy. Ferguson scored as many goals in a single game as Calvin Lewin has all season? <laughs> Possibly. I believe yeah, that. I I'm pretty true. sure that's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Burnley, 3 o'clock, Adiakin Bayi Derby. Um, Eze and Elise are out, which is a shame because they've scored 38% of Palace's goals this season. Um, Oliver Glasner's first game in charge after Roy Hodgson went. Um, is he alive? Well, somebody would have had to have gone to Roy Hodgson as he was lying in a hospital bed and tell him he's fired. That can't have been a good job. No, they don't have to. What's leading Anybody there? could have written that statement. Is he alive? I think so. I need to see proof of life. <laughs> like a weekend at Bernie's. Um, but I, I mean... I, my suggestion to Emma about when we talked about Wakeson and Bernie's was that this whole sort of second back yeah. to Hodgson at Palace, this has all been weekend at Bernie's. He's been dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Bernie's just gone on too long and this is, they, they needed an out. So they were just like, fuck it. We're just killing him off. Burnley got 13 <laughs> points this season. Over half of those have come against promoted teams. Um, so they struggle against the other... Listening to our nonsense and just trying to just, just carry on with a normal fact. Exactly. It's bedtime. <laughs> it's ten past yeah. ten at night. Well, Why don't you... Is that, Chris? Mine, obviously. Burnley yes. yours. <laughs> Who kept us waiting? <laughs> I think I kept one of you waiting by the sounds of it. No, I was here waiting. I just didn't know where I was supposed to be waiting. <laughs> he didn't know where the waiting room he was. was just, he was just waiting in the wrong place. Yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, okay, Emma. I was here twiddling my thumbs going... Do, 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 do. <laughs> Meanwhile... Emma, Palace and Burnley, how do you think this one's going to go? I think it's going to be terrible. Um, 
but I think Crystal Palace will win. All right, Adam, last the match of the day. Absolutely, Palace were terrible on Monday as well. Yeah, yeah, they were so bad. It wasn't that that terribleness was not down to just one person, one team. <laughs> Everyone brought their terribleness to the table. Both teams were very much complicit in the whole terribleness. Fair enough. Uh, Manchester United versus Fulham, three o'clock in the Louis Saha derby. Um, Rasmus Hoyland and Luke Shaw are out for United. William is a doubt, and Jaapalina is suspended for Fulham. Manchester United have won five consecutive games in all competitions. Um, both these teams, like February, Manchester United are unbeaten in February since 2018. Uh, I nearly said February 2018. Um, and Fulham are unbeaten in 11 games in February. Adam, what is it about February that these two teams like? It's cold, but it's not too cold. Really? What, where you are? It's, been, yeah. it's been freezing here. It's the shortest month, yeah. Um, sort of, quite often there's pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's love, isn't there? It's Valentine's Day. And there's love. February's got it all. February's got a lot to offer. Oh, okay. No wonder when do they like it. So who's who's going to be the happiest? And, yep. Importantly, you know how like when you're ranking the days of the week, and a lot of people like Tuesday gets a lot of love because it isn't Monday. Mm -hmm. February isn't January. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. So, the man's got a point. He has. So come 10 to 5 uh, Saturday afternoon, um, who's going to have the happier February? The home team. The home team, Manchester United Reds. Yes. Who are they playing? Fulham. <laughs> the away team. The Whites. <laughs> Emma, what do you reckon? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the Manchester United Reds will probably beat the Fulham Whites. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, half past five, Bournemouth versus Manchester City in the Lee Bradbury derby. Oh, um, so, that, so all of us are saying Hazard to the home team. Hazard indeed. Uh, City, Hazard. City gone behind in their last I'm six... I'm not going to say that. City gone behind in their last six away games, no, but they have won the last four of those. Um... Bournemouth last six of the Premier League. They've drawn three, lost three. Uh, Dominic Solanke has got 14 goals. He's behind only Mo Salah and uh, the Nordic meat shield in that. Emma, how do you reckon this one's going to go? I don't think... I think you need to stop trying to make that a thing. I, it's already a thing. I, I disagree. Do you? Yes. Okay. So how, how do you think this one's going to go, then? I think the Nordic meat shield... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will the Nordic meat shield be scoring? Probably. <laughs> Adam, you're our um, fairer meat shield. Yeah, sure. I'm going to take that as a compliment it was meant to be. Well, I mean, it's a compliment for Erling Haaland, so it's a compliment for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a compliment for Erling Haaland, though? Yeah, I think it is. Is it? Yeah, he's very tall and muscly, <laughs> and he's like Nordic. Meat shield. Meat shield sounds like something that you put in the way, so the good people behind that can be safe. We think he's like a sacrificial lamb. Well, yeah. The other thing about Early Harlan that makes me chuckle is last year when they beat Arsenal and Ben White kicked off at the final whistle. Someone tweeted, "No wonder he, pretty boy Ben White, was so upset. He lost to a goth and a ginger." <laughs> Ben White's a pretty boy. 
But I think he likes himself a bit. I think Ben White thinks he's a pretty boy. I think Ben White has got the air of high school jock about him. Can we call him Benjamin White? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Benjamin White. He's got the air of high school jock about him. Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Haaland are definitely... um, Nerds. Nerds, yeah. Kevin's a nerd. Yes. I think Um, so. Are we all familiar with the excellent um, Dominic Solanke chant? No. No. No, I'm all ears if you're willing to sing it. Are you not? No. So, it's Dom Solanke, he used to be Scow. Now he lives in a seaside house. 20 million down the drain, Dom Solanke scores a game. That's lovely. What's the tune to it? What? They don't say it like that, do they? They don't say it like a bored student. They sort of what if they do? What if it's like a haiku? Well, I guess what so. I just dumb to <laughs> Used to be scouts. Now you sound like Sleaford Mods. More, more football football chants should be done like slam poetry, I think. Now you sound like Sleaford Mods. I don't know who that is, Chris. But, uh, okay. Scrooby's Pit. More modern reference. Scrooby's Pit. Okay, is that yeah, Star yeah. Wars? No, no, it's a rapper with a, it's a rapper with um, Tourette's. Sure, sounds like Star Wars. Scrooge Pit. He's one of Darth Vader's right hand men. <laughs> sounds like he hangs out with Jabba the Hutt. Yes, uh, Ace Cop is Arsenal. He looks like he hangs out with Jabba the Hutt. To be fair. <laughs> uh, no offense, I don't know who he is. Oh, I know. No, I... I'm not offending him, but Jabba the Hutt collection of Uh-oh. cronies are just they're, they're just odd looking aren't they not, That's not true. always yeah. in a bad way no in a great way but some of them are a collection of different different looking folk bear with me I may have made a mistake no no okay. I don't believe I that not you I won't hear it well I've written Arsenal versus Manchester City 8 o'clock and I've written Nile Queen's Disco mm. Pants Derby um, and of I course, don't think they're doing double duty they're not it's Arsenal versus Newcastle I don't think Nile Quinn ever played for Newcastle so there's no Disco Pants tonight I'm afraid um, Thomas Party is back Alexander Isaac is possible although Callum Wilson and Joel Linton are out uh, Arsenal won their last five in the league and clean sheets in the last two. Uh, Bakaya Saka has got six in his last four league games. Um, but since Chris, whose derby is it? If it isn't Nia Quinn, come on. Matei Debushi. That sounded like words. It, there were words of a player who played Debushi's, for I think Debushi is too, too modern for you. It is quite recent. I am struggling yeah. for a back-in-the-day reference here. Um, players he played for Newcastle and Arsenal. There we go. Son Campbell. Oh, I didn't realise you Google that. Sometimes I try my best not to. I have to sometimes. Son Campbell, Matai Debushi, Joe Willock, Isaac Hayden. Yeah, they are all a bit recent, aren't they? I can't go any further back than that. I'm afraid. It's not like I could get Darren Peacock or something. Um, okay. Come on, no, come on. Keep thinking. There must be someone. Yeah, come on, Chris. Put you back into it. You can do it. I'm afraid I can't. I'm stumped. Scroll further down. I have. They only gave me four names. What are the chances that Nicholas and Alfie didn't take a Newcastle as well? Of all the clubs. Since losing four in a row, Newcastle have now won two and drawn two. So, how do we think they're going to get on? And Louis Hart played for Tottenham, which is close. You could have double Louis Hart. 
But no. Did Louis Saar play for Spurs? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, who's going to win this one then? Is it going to be Arsenal again? Depends if Arsenal fancy it. <laughs> what if they do? And what if both Arsenal and Newcastle fancy it? What will happen then? Be a draw. <laughs> what if what if they both fancy it? Is that every game that doesn't end in a draw results in that way because at least one team didn't fancy it. What if they both fancy it? And it's, that's all it comes down to is every time we just need one of them to fancy it. And yeah. as long as just one of them fancies it, all, there'll, there'll be a result. Well, if they both fancy it the same, surely then all that is the difference is, is the talent between the two teams that makes the difference in the final result. Honestly, I think it's flawless logic, and you can't prove it wrong. No, I'm not are trying to... Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, are you suggesting that there's, that there's no luck involved? No, what I'm suggesting is, if both teams fancy it equally, but yeah. one of those teams is more talented than the other, surely the more talented team would then win. What if the other team, the more talented team, is less lucky? They would still win because even though they don't have the luck on their side, their talent would take them into the position of them scoring more goals, therefore negating the other teams attacking and getting luck on their side. So you think that talent trumps luck at all times? Uh, I think not at all times, but I think eventually eventually yes. what happens if say uh, say in this argument the football game isn't played over a period of time i would argue also there's no such thing as luck in football <laughs> if you if I you disagree luck in football. if you hit the ball from if you hit the ball from 30 yards out and it hits the crossbar that's your fault for not kicking it properly but what okay. if it takes two deflections off of somebody and like goes in off the goalkeeper's ass well that's your Feels bad lucky. that's your bad decision for um for not for not standing at the right angle to prevent the ball deflecting past the goalkeeper. What if you kick it perfectly? Yeah. The ball goes into the goal. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, the referee just at that time a bird crump comes down. <laughs> yeah. Gets sort of like all in the referee's face. Yeah. Two other birds. They come down and they, they affect the assistant referees. Yeah. Because um, this game is being played at Benfica. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so these are eagles. No, so they're not just like blackbirds, they're eagles. No, no, no. These they've are got, angry, birds. Ang- angry birds. Angry birds? <laughs> they've got talons, Chris. Yeah. Um, has Britain got talons? Britain, no. some, not very many, no. We don't have very many birds of prey. Okay. Um... Ospreys mainly. I've got birds of prey near me. They're really cool. Are they ospreys? I, I have no idea what they are, but they're big. Um, <laughs> ostriches. <laughs> pterodactyls, I think they are. I think they're t- pterodactyls. <laughs> I don't know. Britain's got emus. <laughs> and that wouldn't be that wouldn't be bad luck. That would just be events. No, no, no. Hold on. But the what if someone threw a beach ball? So you, the, the ball's gone in the goal, but the referee hasn't seen it. So your talent mm-hmm. executed perfectly. Mm-hmm. But they didn't see it go in, so they just don't award it. What if you have a... Well, then uh, VAR would uh, come back on your side, wouldn't it? Yeah, but what if the person in the VAR booth's eating a sandwich and misses the game? Well, he'd be told yeah. off by Chris Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could that, be the case as well. Yeah. That's not... Yeah, but that's incompetence. That's not 
bad luck. But you're saying that refereeing incompetence is not is not is not lucky. No, that's different. So what? It's not different. Yeah. What do you think luck is? Uh. Because if you win the lottery, is it because of your skill? No, that's luck. Number picking ability. That's luck. Yeah. Oh, okay. So luck's the thing. Yeah, I'm not denying luck's existence. Okay. So what happens if the ref- so the referee um, incorrectly was a corner? Yeah. And then you score from the corner. Were you lucky? That's incompetence. Oh, you were lucky that you got an incompetent referee. Well, no, because then the other the defending team but have to. The def- other team was, but the other team was unlucky. No, the other team have to defend that corner, so that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they shouldn't have had the corner because they didn't earn it through their talent. Uh, No, that's... that Incompetence led to... Incompetence led to... Every single point where they're like, well, now you should have just done better. Of course he does. (laughs) Of course he does. Incompetence led to the wrongly given corner, and then the defending team don't make don't defend very well. Well, that's their incompetence, and the other team score. I don't dispute that, but I'm saying that the other team was lucky to have a corner from which an opportunity arose, allowing the other team to not defend very well. Uh, Okay, I'll concede that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hold on. So you've just now completely conceded that there is luck in football. Okay, I was I would suggest there is some luck. What I won't suggest is. Is if a def- if someone wallops the ball from thirty yards and it hits the crossbar, that's bad luck. Or no, if if you get, a... and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying <laughs> luck plays a huge part in football. No, I don't think it plays a huge part. I think it plays a huge part in life and sport. No, I don't. I don't think it does. No, you think you make your own luck when you're wheeling and you're dealing. No, I don't think you make your own luck. I be think lucky. I think there are a series. Be lucky, son. Be lucky. That's what. <laughs> no, what, I think there are a series of events. That's what Del Boy's grandmother, grandmother <laughs> said on her deathbed to Chris. She said, "Be lucky, be lucky, son. This time next year you're going to be millionaire." <laughs> and she was right. Anyway, Arsenal versus. Like it was a logic trap to try and prove that Chris wasn't a real boy. <laughs> what if? I told you that Rory Smith recommended to me a um, an article about how luck isn't a thing. But that doesn't mean that that just means he thinks the article is interesting. It doesn't. Mean it, was, no, it wasn't an article. It was, a, it was an academic paper, peer-reviewed paper. Again, I'm. But my to. to do you not believe? Do you think we've had too much of experts? No, no, no. Oh, well, <laughs> what I'll say to that, Chris, is that if you were to read... Have you done your own research? Numbers, if you were to read the book The Numbers Game, which was actually edited by said Rory Smith... Oh, I've got that upstairs. Okay. Yeah, well, that talks about how important luck is. Well, sounds like Rory Smith is flip-flopping on his luck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get him on here to talk about, about it. If we're going to talk, talk about Rory Smith, why don't we talk about how lucky you are? <laughs> you know, like, high esteem by, by Rory Smith because of the excellent meme that I created for you. I would say this is before I. <laughs> this is before I uh, sent him the meme. Right. But that meme was. It was. You were very lucky to be in possession of that meme, weren't you? No, I was very grateful to be in possession of that meme. <laughs> <laughs> right, Newcastle versus uh, Arsenal. 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 Emma. Arsenal. Okay, Sunday. Um, 
Wolves versus oh, Sheffield God, United. We've got Sunday and Monday to come here. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we had a timeout of football. Sunday, half past one, Wolves versus Sheffield United in the Leon Clark derby. Leon Clark! I said Sheffield United again. Stop making them a thing. Leon Clark, yeah, who was not, transferred not, 27 times. Leon Clark, was, Leon Clark was transferred 27 times. Um, Wolves! 27, that feel was impossible. No, some of them were between... He played for some clubs more than once. But there were 27 transfers it he took part in. Oh, right, hold on. But does that mean... Are we including returning from loan spells? I guess so. But he also... Oh, hang on, up. hang on. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be here even longer now, thank you. <laughs> You're the wondering, Leon Smith. I feel like... <laughs> The way you said thank you, Chris, very much had, had um, uh, vibes of the the teacher being the is for me, not for you. I feel like I'm on a speed awareness course, and the other smart ass asking questions. <laughs> what? When everyone else is just ready, waiting to go, but like we, we can leave in one second. Yeah. Okay. So while he was at Wolves, he went on loan to Queens Park Rangers. Okay. He then mm -hmm. he then permanently left Wolves and went to Sheffield Wednesday permanently. Uh, and then permanently signed for Queen's Park Rangers. So he had spells at QPR on loan, joined a different team, and then went to QPR permanently. Okay. So, the, yes, that's what I mean by 27 different transfers. He then also... Three, yeah. He played for Wolves between 2003 and seven, and then again between 2014 and 15. He had two loan spells okay. at Wigan. So, yes, there are... I'm going to do my own, own research offline. Oh, okay, Mr. Letizia. Um <laughs> Emma, here's a, here's, a, here's a quiz for you. Uh, Wolves have had 101 shots from outside the box this season. How do you think they've scored? None. Nine? None. None. Zero. Zero. Well done. They need Ruben Neves back. Uh, Sheffield United have conceded 65 goals. That's the most in the top flight at this stage of the season since 1963-64, when it switched conceded 70. Um, anyone see Sheffield United winning this? No. Okay. Finally, Monday. No. West. Oh God, more. <laughs> West Ham versus. Considering there's only eight Premier League games this weekend, um, West Ham versus Brentford in the Winston Reid derby. West Ham have lost their last three, conceding eleven. Um, Brentford lost four out of five. Although that was just Man City twice, Liverpool and Spurs in some of those. Give me a name, and then we can end this podcast. Emma. Brentford. Adam. Triangle. <laughs> Oh, look at me. I'm being all Noel Fielding and saying weird things. <laughs> what an excellent... Uh, yeah, that's exactly the reference I'd have used to describe what I've done there. First. <laughs> oh, Simon Amster. <laughs> Simon Amster, what a yeah. legend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with a... Yeah, I love that bit. With the scissors made of glitter. Yes. <laughs> uh, go on, Brentford, West Ham will draw. Adam, what do you reckon? I think both teams are going to want it. So I think they're both going to fancy it, so I'm going to draw. All right, okay. That's how it works, am I right? That's how it works. That brings us to the end of our Premier League brand up, end of our podcast. Uh, Dave, Adam. Adam? No. Dave, Simon, oh, Chris. God. Adam, unless you want to make an appearance on the review pod. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love you there. I'm busy on Monday nights, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, they'll, they'll be back to review the games that we've been previewing here. Um, we are Man of the Post. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Man of the Post. You can um, find us on Facebook as well. Give us a like on there. Uh, Adam, thank you ever so much for joining us. 
You're welcome. Emma, muchas gracias. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And always remember to keep your man on the post.